there is a fifth dimension beyond that which is known to man. It is a dimension as vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition, and it lies between the pit of man's fears and the summit of his knowledge. This is the dimension of imagination. It is an area which we call the twilight zone. We're back. Oh, I was, um, I was listening to uh, one of our episodes in the car, and when you say we're back, like yeah. the volume's perfect, and then that initial we're back is just boom. I'm like turning the volume. Yeah? Yeah. It scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Purple Pill Podcast. I am your host, Cody. This is Copilot. Tim, we're back. Tim, there we are. <laughs> and we are back. We are back. And uh, this is... The episode called Purple Pill. This is the show where we suspend our beliefs on what was and what is. And we use our imagination on what is and what could be. Suspend your belief. Suspend all your beliefs. It's time to listen to the show. So <laughs> suspend beliefs. All right. Easier said than done. Easier said than done. So I don't, you're, you're, you know, your gas tank's on empty. No, it isn't. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it isn't. And if it is, your car will run anyway. You ever get to the final, the empty, and you like you go past it? My car gaslights me like almost weekly. You go way back. <laughs> you go way past it, and you're oh, like, yeah. "Oh man, what am I gonna do?" You have one of the older cars where they don't have the. Does yours have a, you know, an, a sensor, an alarm that tells you exactly how many miles? It takes no, kind of, it takes the fun out of it. Not at all. Okay, good. And yours is a gas guzzler, too. Yeah. So you could be straight up on the <laughs> side of the road at any minute. Straight up screwed? Yeah, if I believe that's going to Yeah, happen. right, right. But sure. if you don't have the alert, then it can keep going for a while. I mean, I had that experience. Yeah. Especially when I was a kid. Dad's like, we can keep going. Mom's like, we got to stop for gas. I got to go pee. Road trip or whatever. Next exit, next Maybe. exit. I'm like, Dad, I was like 10. Dad, it is on ease. Like, yeah, you can go wait. You can go about half an inch past. <laughs> so the truck I had before this one, yeah. the sensor didn't work. Oh. Yeah. So I had to just monitor it by the mileage. Oh, what? Yeah. Okay. And and I ran out one time. That's the only uh. time I run, run, run out of gas was in that truck. And Miles was like, I don't know. He must have been like two. Oh, no. On the 22 freeway, yeah, I had to get out and push down the ramp. Oh, down the exit? And I had my door open, and I'm pushing the truck, and he's oh, looking yeah. over me in the car seat, and he's just laughing. That's <laughs> like that's like a scene out of Good Times or something. Yeah, it was, it, was, <laughs> it was bad. Oh, man. Um, purple pill, the subject of the show. And so what is the purple pill? Why do we name our podcast that? What does it mean? And um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start off with reading a poem that I wrote on our on our homepage uh, at Podbean, purplepillpodcast.podbean.com. Just, just p p p p p p. Purplepillpodcast.podbean.com, and it's it starts out um, when all the anger has been spent and all the money has been used for rent, 
when all the guns have been bought and sold and all the world's enemies are bathed in gold, when all the folks you loved are damned and all the strangers are named Sam I Am, when the TV shows are not enough and all excitement appears as dust, when all your friends are are enemy clowns and every face is full of frowns, When you are staring at the devil straight in the eyes and all the light is gone from sight, then you will find the purple pill. Ignite. And so... uh, Cool. Yeah, I wrote that poem uh, when we launched our first episode. Yeah? Yeah, but you know... Tell us a little more about... There's like nine different spots where they ask you to describe your podcast and stuff. Really? To fill up all these slots for more content on your homepage. And it's like, my goodness, I thought I kind of put all these different things. And then I was like, I need one more. And then uh, Holy Spirit sent me this poem. It reminded me of writing a song back in the day when we had our rock band. You know, have you heard the new uh, AI stuff that they're doing, like art and stuff online? Yeah, 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 yeah. I wonder if they have like AI poem writing where you just enter in like Jesus, enlightenment, and purple pill and just hit go and see what pops up. (laughs) (laughs) Probably something like that. I don't know. Have you seen some of the artwork? It's crazy. Yeah. So at first, some of the artwork seemed, you know, kind of cool looking or whatever. Yeah. Like from a video game or something. Yeah. But then I started looking at like... um, different ver- I, I don't know if there's like one ai program that does it or if there's 10 i have no idea i have the it seems like there's multiple different ones yeah. but anyway the more art i saw the more derivatives derivative oh, i started to see yeah. seem from the others and it, it just i don't know now do i think that because i know it's ai or do i th- you know what i mean yeah but but i i think it's just because a lot of the pictures were similar yeah and i'm just you know, it's still, it, it's, it, it's not self-aware. They want us right. to think it is, you know? Yeah. But it still is just taking everything from what's already been created and making, you know what <laughs> I mean? It's true. not like making up a new way yeah. of painting or a new way of drawing or something. Right. Um, that would be exciting. That would be kind of exciting. Yeah. We're not using colors. It's just a totally new style. Just a, just a not... white page. Here's the new AI art. Right. Oh, boy. Um. So purple pill. Uh, now, if you if you listen to that poem, basically, it gets back to um, the beatitudes, right? Uh, bless, blessed are those that are poor in spirit. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, blessed are those, uh, and it goes down the line um, of kind of people that have kind of hit the wall. Blessed are the meek. Right, people that you know, people that have been uh, put upon, but sure. also blessed are the peacemakers. There's some positives at the end, but so the idea is that you know you hit the wall, and you've you've tried it all, you've tried voting, you've tried prepping, uh, you've tried getting a higher education, um, you've tried becoming a lawyer, a judge, a cop, uh, you tried doing the right thing every day not stealing you know not lying going to work every day raising your kids and still the world just keeps getting worse right yeah and so you know you hit that wall and um like i did and all of a sudden something happens and you and your mind is just um renewed and that's 
the purple pill. So it's it's an allegory for the Holy Spirit and the um, the transcendence that comes with that, the enlightenment, um, the awakening, the spiritual awakening that, that can occur. And so the idea of the podcast is each episode is uh, is a pill, right? Is is a um, what's the word of uh, prescribed dosage, right? So each each episode is a dosage. Okay. And the more the more dosages you take, obviously you take a medicine on day one, you don't start feeling better, but you take one on day fifty, and you really start kind of wrapping your head around this whole thing. Yeah, and it's so, like a antibiotic. Yeah, right. <clears throat> you know. You and, take a few, and then it starts working, and then you just take it until you. Well, antibiotic is really weird because if you don't take all the ones prescribed, like the sickness comes back. I noticed. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Mom, <laughs> yeah. mom and That's mom and the right. doctor is like, you got to take every last one of them, even if you feel totally better. And if you don't, I tested it before. If you don't, you start getting sick again. That's why I brought that up because it's for our listeners. You know. The more you listen, the better you're going to get. When you stop listening, you're going to get sick. So just keep listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to get bit by the 3D. I mean, even if I, when I take the eye off the ball, when I take the eye off the kingdom, right? you know, first seek the kingdom, all things will be added. Yeah. Well, if you don't seek the kingdom, nothing's, nothing's added. added. Everything, In fact, everything's taken every, away. Everything's <laughs> taken away. Things start going down the, going downhill quickly. Um and so the purple pill and the inspiration, right, was because of the, the Matrix, the movie, and the red pill, blue pill uh, cultural meme that is popular these days um, where, you know, the blue pill is uh, the 3D world of uh, limiting beliefs um, and uh, things, you, you know, you're just flesh and blood. You only have this much time to live. You, you're only this smart. You can only do these certain things based upon your... Yeah, you know, education level, all these different things. Everything's pre-programmed. Or you can take the red pill, and uh, find out that it's you know everything's stacked against you, right? The 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 deck is stacked against you. Yeah. Right, and uh, takes you so. And the um the quote, the quote from Morpheus in the movie for the blue pill, he says, um, "You take the blue pill, the story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe." In regards to, you know, um, the world, yeah, right? the world's beliefs, right? And uh, then he says, uh, "You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes." And so that's and that's interesting. So then, you know, he takes the red pill, and, and that whole thing starts going that way. <laughs> and so, I totally thought it was the other way around. Oh, you I did? really did. I thought the red one was was the. Yeah. Like it was stuck in, you're you're stuck, stuck in, in the world. 3d. Yeah. Either way. Um, you know, so a lot of, uh, the cultural lexicon is like, you know, you got red pilled. What, what are you talking about? You got, you got red pilled. <laughs> okay. You know? Um, yeah. the blue has enough, enough problems on its own, right? Whether it's sure, whether it's uh, GMO foods or China's going to bomb you, world war three is on its way. Uh, you know, all of society is, uh, you know, dumb or, you know, all these different blue pill type takes on things. And then the red pills, the thing about the red pill is they believe all the blue pill stuff and they believe right. uh, an extra coding of, um, of who's, who's in charge and who's, who's pulling the different strings. And, um, and so I was thinking, you know, the purple pill. So the red and the blue, if you combine the colors, it, it forms purple. 
And so the purple pill is a third way, right? So you take the blue and you kind of stay in the 3D and you just, you're limited. You take the red and you kind of go down uh, the conspiracy rabbit hole. Sure. And both have, uh, both have some truth in them, right? Um, but you take the blue, I mean, you take the... Um, purple. You take the purple pill mm-hmm. and it's a new, it's a new understanding that yeah. transcends both of those. Yeah. Which is who you really are. And um, and who you really are is a child of God. You're right? going within, right? You're going within. So uh, another um, another line that the Holy Spirit uh, gave to me when I was going through it was, um, "The only way out is within." It just kept repeating. Okay. The only way out of this, yeah, is within. And so, yeah, I've heard this. Right, the kingdom is within. It, go within or go without. Go within or go without. That's it. Um, and so that that's the whole idea behind the purple pill, uh, and why we chose that as the uh, as the logo, the symbol. And so I'm hoping, like, one day when we're when you're when you're looking at the current events on the uh, on the video screen, or you're reading the current event, or even your friend or your, um, even your child, or, or your father, whoever it is, starts reading from the script, you can, you can purple pill it. You can, hey man, wh- what happened? You got purple pilled? For instance, I was in New York City, and uh, it started raining. I was in Central Park, it started raining. It was coming down big. If you've ever been to the East Coast, uh, the rains out there are large. Yeah. Yeah, the drops are just huge, and it starts really pouring. And I'm like, oh shit, I gotta get back to the hotel. The hotel's, you know, seven or eight blocks away, and so I'm not gonna get back because I'm gonna be soaked. I don't have an umbrella. <laughs> and uh, I see everybody taking these bike taxis. Yeah. So I jump in one of the bike taxis. Well, actually, one of the bike taxis comes up. Hey, you need a ride? I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I jump in, totally covered. Takes me to the hotel. I get out and he goes, all right, you know, that's going to be uh, $180. <laughs> I'm like, $180? For I, was, <laughs> I was in the bike for 10 minutes. What do you mean it's going to be $180? He's like, yeah, it's $180. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> He's like, yeah, the, the pricing is posted right here. He's like pointing at like, it's pointing at like the tires. A sign that says I $180. Go, <laughs> so I start, I start going, oh shit, you know, like I'm full tourism getting taken advantage of here. Oh, for sure. So anyway, after some haggling, um, I paid him. I paid him more than I should have, but right. I didn't pay him one hundred eighty dollars. Yeah. And so uh, anyway, he went on his merry way, and I. Uh, meanwhile, there's like there's cops everywhere. I could have just tapped on a cop and <laughs> and been like, "What up now?" You know what I mean? Right. And not paid him anything, and he would have bailed. I'm sure. Anyway, uh, I got back to the hotel, and I didn't tell the wife about it or anything. How many blocks was it? Seven or eight. Okay. Yeah. And those are, I mean, it's going to take you a while. It'll take you 15 minutes to walk. Sure. That's like a mile. Right. At least. Right. And so, um, but it's kept sticking in my, like, oh, shoot. You know, I'm just like, <laughs> negative self talk started out real big. Right. You know, like, you know, you're naive. You got, you're, you're dumb. Uh, I haggled them down to 170. <laughs> I think I saved $10. You, you, you know, you got <laughs> screwed in so many ways, right? For and, sure. And then, on top of that, 
negative thought form was another one of, uh, you know, what kind of guy is this? You know, why would he do these things? Why is he, you know, all these different judgments about sure. why he would even be in this position to even do this. Right. And it was getting me nowhere. It was just, it was just, uh, you know, I was, was stuck. I was getting stuck in the 3d of just doom and gloom for sure. The society's going downhill, blah, blah, blah. And so, um, I went and thought, I thought I just stopped myself. I'm like, you know what? This is all BS. Everything I'm thinking right now is a lie. What is the, you know, what is the, uh, the transmutation I can do here. What is the purple pill outlook or the kingdom or the fifth dimension outlook on something like this? Yeah. See, I would have started maybe thinking, well, what does this guy need this money for? Maybe he needs some, maybe his wife's sick or his kid's sick. Right. So just to get me into that mindset, you know what I mean? That's where I went. I went, I thought to myself, well, I'm in a position currently where, uh, I can afford this. Sure. Regardless, whether it was 180 or, or whatever. I could have afforded it. Wouldn't, it wasn't going to affect my vacation. It wasn't going to affect my trip. It wasn't going to affect me in any big way, okay? So first off, I'm fortunate enough to be in this, in this uh, financial position at this point when this is happening to me. Second, um, all of those blessings come from God anyway. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. All my talents that got me there. Uh, Etc. The opportunities that presented themselves. Um, You're so, on a vacation. Right. I know I'm in New York City. It's awesome. <laughs> and so I'm like, well, you know, it all comes from him anyway. Right. And I'm in a position where I can afford this. And so he must need it more than me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, where, that's the transmutation. He needs it more than me, obviously. Um, this is a desperate job. Right, because yes. you because you could become a, a legitimate bicycle taxi cab, but I'm sure you have to jump through nine or ten different government hoops and pay them a percentage, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. And so there's more incentive to take the bootleg route, um, and uh, and and do that, and then take advantage of uh, tourists that don't know any better, right? Yeah. And so what I learned was California kids. If, if the taxi, <laughs> you're in New York. If the taxi asks you if you need a ride. It's probably not a legit taxi because taxis don't need to ask you. People need taxis all the time, even bike taxis. You know what I mean? Yeah. This guy was a little too right place, right time, you know? Yeah. And so I thought to myself, well, and and it still is the right place, right time. I still am not wet now. I got back to my hotel and this guy got the fare he needed. And, and, you know, then I, uh, I Googled it up on news and it was a whole, you know, there must've been 15 articles about how this is a rampant thing. Oh, in really? New York City right now. Okay. These bootleg taxi cabs, bootleg taxi cab bicycles that charge you too much, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, wow. Which I didn't even know about, um, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so instead of, you know, tapping the cop, ruining this guy's life or, you know, thinking that I'm a victim, mm-hmm. I just uh, turned it all around and looked at it from God's eyes. And clearly, if, uh, you know, this, is, this guy's a child of God just like I am. So Sure. You know, give to all who ask, right? That's what that's the command, and so I did, and uh, and so I wasn't robbed, right? I wasn't robbed. I was put in a position to give, yeah, and give I did, and so and that's s- it. As soon as I do that, now I'm living in the kingdom. Yeah, that's the way the kingdom looks at the at the the other part of the world. 
that's the two vines, right, that we talked about. Yeah, the, um, the, uh, the weeds. The weeds <laughs> weed world. and the wheat, right? Right. And so you can do that, and you can do that with anything. And the, the fun challenge is to take anything that appears to be going south or it appears to be negative, you, th- you know, and, and look for a way, look <laughs> at it through, uh, through God's eyes. Even something that doesn't even feel real, like a $180 bike ride. <laughs> right. <laughs> In the rain. And you right. know you shouldn't have. And you know this guy is shady. But he's shady for a reason, right? He mu- must not be. Uh, but you did it. I mean, yeah, that's. His, his life isn't going the way, the way he wants it to go. <laughs> sure. Yeah, but I did it. And, and so then I was good with it. And I never even told the wife, but she's probably going to yell at me after, uh, after she hears this episode. But, but I don't uh, think so. That's what happened. And so, um, and so that, that's, if I would have told one of my friends, I'd be like, what are you talking about? This is total BS. There was a cop right there. You should have just, you know, tapped him on the shoulder and told this guy to get, you know, get effed. Yeah. And, uh, and that would have been, you would have saved yourself, you know, whatever, whatever, um, money and all these other things. And I would have told him what I did and how I looked at it. And he would have went, what the hell? Have you been purple pilled or something? <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? you I know, wonder what that like like an Uber or Lyft would have cost. Yeah, or or even just a legitimate taxi bicycle, <laughs> right. probably twenty five bucks. Yeah, thirty bucks with inflation these days. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, but it got you to the kingdom, dude. It did. I mean, and, that's and then it, and it got me away from the negative self talk. Yeah. Right. Being down on myself and then having some kind of negative conversation uh, with my wife about it. And then she's going to think about it, you know, and it just spreads like a virus. Sure. And then it's one of the main stories I tell when I come back from New York City. I don't tell people how clean it was and how safe it was and all these other things. I just tell them about this one. Even if I were to tell a person the story of New York City and I told all these great things. You did. You told me and I saw pictures. Right. It was great. But if I would have added that story. To the whole, to the good parts, you, every, a lot of people would just focus on that one negative. Oh, for sure. You know, for some yeah. reason, you know, you tell a story and you have all the good parts, you throw in one negative, and that's the one people latch on to. I go, oh, really? <laughs> that's well, no. terrible. Yeah. Well, geez, what's going to happen to me? If, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So you got to transmute those things. For sure. And, um, and so, uh, that's that's basically what what uh, what the purple pill is all about, what it means, and, and the idea behind it. And um, the next uh, next thing I wanted to uh, to talk about was, um, you know, so the matrix of limiting beliefs, and we talked about how. Um, your beliefs about yourself limit you, right? I'm not smart enough. Oh, for sure. I'm not not handsome enough. I don't have enough money. Yeah, you put yourself in a box. Put yourself in a box. Um, But it doesn't just apply to you. It also applies, obviously, to the world. So Jesus says, you know, we can walk on water, right? Yeah. The world says we can't. So which one are you going to believe, right? Uh, Jesus says we're going to move. We can move mountains, 
literally says the mountain will move. So matter will move. Yeah. The world says Jesus is completely insane. You need a giant bulldozer to right. do something like that. Right. Or the even organized religion and their fault and their limiting beliefs are you know, Jesus can move the mountain. You cannot. You need the faith the size of a mountain to move a mustard seed. <laughs> right. So even the, so even the guys oh, even the guys that are teaching you about the good the, the Lord right. limit you too. Well, he's yeah. God and you're not. But he's the one that said that I could. Yeah, he said he that just I washed could. my feet. Yeah. Well, he, and then they and then they doubled down on that. Well, he was only talking to the apostles that were right in front of him. It's like, wait, what? He's only talking to the character. Then why are we even reading this book? <laughs> He's only talking. If this only applies to the characters he's talking to in the in the in the scene the, that the I'm Pharisees. reading about, <laughs> yeah, then what you know? So, so that doesn't make sense. So the world is always going to tell you you can't. Okay, sure. It's going to tell you, uh, especially Jesus's teachings. So any master, really. If you go over the Buddhist teachings, they tell you you can't. T- they call the Buddhist teachings hippie, hippy dippy fluff. Okay. Uh-huh. If you say any type of Buddhist teaching, I don't even know a average person doesn't even know what it what it is. But you, if you just say a average Buddhist platitude, um, you know, uh, self awareness or being in the moment, they just tell you it's hippy dippy. If you s- tell them a teaching of Christ from the Gospels, sure, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they just straight up tell you it doesn't apply. Okay, so if Jesus says who. Who's uh, they? Oh, oh, who's they? Uh, the study notes, um, the establishment, the system, the three D elements of the three D. Yeah, elements of the three D. So they're it's just the, doing that to to what, knock your power down. Whether it's the limiting beliefs of the matrix right. or the three D rationalization, uh, which would be you know, well, of course you can't walk on water. Go walk on it right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or the Truman Show, which is going to read you the script of uh, you know. Density and matter and gravity and all these other and all these other things. Yeah, but Jesus clearly shows us in the example over and over and over and over and over of how that's not the only reality, right? There's there's the three D, and then there's the uh, there's the four D, which is a so not only are the dimensions of reality, but they are awareness of those realities, states of awareness, right? Because if you're if you just think um, the five senses are all there is, that doesn't mean you know the fourth dimension of dream of dreaming, for instance, it doesn't exist. Is it also doesn't mean that the fifth dimension, the dimension of metaphysical, the dimension of uh, imagination, as our intro tells us about, right? That doesn't mean that doesn't exist. So they still exist, whether you want to be aware of them or not. And so he shows us through his teachings, you know, these are basically metaphysical teachings and how to access the metaphysical world. Just like someone shows you how to uh, change a tire on a car, right? Yeah. Or someone else shows you how to, um, how to meditate or do lucid dreaming or teaches you about um, uh, uh, serendipity or, you know, one of those just one of those uh, fourth dimension type uh, experiences that people have, uh, whether it's um, what, what's the uh, deja vu. Yeah. You know, people have, have experiences like that. Yeah. 
well, who's going to teach us about the fifth dimension? Who's going to teach us about the metaphysical dimension, the kingdom of heaven dimension? That's where the spiritual masters come in, right? Whether it's Hindu, Buddhist, Muslim, Jewish with Moses and Abraham, um, or whether it's Jesus himself, you can look at all of them. They all have very similar teachings up to 90% accuracy mm-hmm. of, 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 of the basic ideas okay. of, of loving, not judging, um, being in the moment, meditating. Um, so who's going to teach us the fifth dimension? That's what the spiritual masters are here for, right? That's, who this, that's why the Son of God came, to teach us how to access that fifth dimension, that kingdom of heaven dimension. And so that's why it's turning water to wine. That's why it's healing the sick, raising the dead, um, telling you you're going to move mountains, telling you that the Spirit's going to come and give you knowledge of all things, um, and then demonstrates it all, right? Resurrects the physical body. Uh, and then he also teaches his disciples, and they start doing those things. But they go in and out. Right, okay. they they start believing him in the gospels. Yeah. They do some great work, and then and they, they start, start doubting. Yeah. They start doubting for a few days, right. and they start not being able to do that. Jesus gets frustrated. Right. Remember that part. And then they start believing again, and they start being able to do the miracles like Jesus does. And then they start not. And it's a it's a fun. You guys got to read the gospels. It's so fun to watch the disciples listen to him talk and then they're just bewildered like we are <laughs> like they think he's absolutely crazy and then he demonstrates it and then they can't deny their own eyes right so then they're all on board for about two weeks but maybe he doesn't do a miracle or whatever for a while he just does teachings yeah and then they kind of slump back down it's like a stock market in the gospels <laughs> the disciples he calls them names and you know what he, what's he say? I don't know, but there's exclamation points. Yeah. <laughs> how long yeah. do I have to stay? Yeah, how long do I have to be amongst you, you heathen? Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I've done all these things, and you guys can't even can't even get it. Um, and so I wanted to read this uh, this scripture over here, um, and this is um, this is Mark eleven and verse twenty four. And we'll do King James. And it's, uh, it's the master himself. It's the Lord. And he says, uh, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and you shall have them. Yeah. And them is italicized, uh, adding emphasis. And if you go to living uh, translation, I tell you, you can pray for anything. Yeah. And if you believe that you've received it, it will be yours. So here's another one. John 15, seven. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. Wow. So that's a, that's a double down. Yeah. That's a double down, and, and there's a triple down in here somewhere. Just open up another gospel. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. There's, there's quadruple, because there's four gospels. And even in those, he has double downs. But anyway, Tim and I like to call those double downs. Because um, it means it's, it's uh, there's a lot of emphasis, right? This is a huge, this is a universal law, basically. Is, is not basically. It is a universal law. 
what things soever ye desire. And it doesn't say, notice it doesn't say uh, whatever, what things soever that are good ye desire. Oh, sure. When ye pray, believe believe that ye receive it them. It doesn't and, specify And ye shall have them. The only specification is what you desire. What you desire, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then the other specification is pray. And then if you go into Matthew, when he says, um, when you pray, do it like this. Oh, yeah. And then he describes <clears throat> meditating. He, he goes into in-depth, go into a dark place by yourself, mm-hmm. no one around. And he says closet, which is funny because that's where I go. That's, that's where the wife and I go to meditate at our house. We go into the closet. It's the only place we can get away from the kids. If we had a cellar, we'd go there. I'm thinking about going to Germany next time. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but, but he does, he describes meditation. And then he says, start off with, um, start the meditation off, which is praying. Start the meditation off with, uh, with this. And he goes into the Lord's Prayer. Which is, when you read it with this understanding, it's not asking for something. Lord, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. When I was reading it as a child or learning it, it seemed like you were, you know, prayer meant to ask God for things. Mm -hmm. Whether it's forgiveness or getting, you know, whatever it is. Um, But no, when you read it in Matthew, and you read it with this understanding... It's an affirmation. It's a statement of authority is what it is. The Lord's Prayer is actually a statement of authority. It's an affirmation to begin, right? And you can talking t- about our fault. Fa- our, our the Father, Lord's Prayer, yeah. In, who are in heaven. Yep. Hallowed be thy name. Right, in, in Matthew. Right. And it comes right after he describes meditation and in how to closet. do it. Right, in the closet. And he says, when you pray, do it like this. So I'm giving, I'm giving uh, the listener that background so they understand this verse better what things soever ye desire when ye pray. So then you have to find out what's he mean by pray. He means meditation in the dark place by yourself in silence going within. Then the next key point is believe. It's believe. So there's, there's onus on you. There's authority on you. You have to believe. You can't just, you can't just pray. You can't just pray slash, you know, meditate. Right. You have to believe that, and what do you have to believe? You have to believe that you receive them, whatever you desire. You have to believe. How do you believe you receive them? How can you believe that? Well, there's ways you can do that. And you shall have them. Um, Well, it's that emotion. With the feeling. Right, that emotion, right? Yeah, what's the emotion like? Exactly. That you did get it. What does that feel like? Exactly correct. That's how you believe. That is the core like? of belief, is the feeling you get when you're thinking about whatever it is. Do you a get Tesla, the emotion? Driving a Tesla. What does that feel like? Right. I've been in a Tesla. I know what it feels like. Me too. I test drove one. Right. I was going to buy it, but the, me and the wife had a, you know, the salesperson was like, just get it and surprise her. I'm like, what? <laughs> Long story short, I didn't get one. You got the uh, bike ride instead. Yeah. No, I got the Cadillac. <laughs> Um, but believe you receive them. So you have to have the emotion. It it has to be at a foregone conclusion, basically. Of course you have to. And and so he demonstrates how it is to 
feel like that, to be like that. He's not so to you know, go into that place, that world. Exactly, because he's living from it right at all times. Right. So he's the example. Okay, so he gives the examples for metaphysical manipulation, how your belief in who you are and where you've come from can manipulate the third dimension, the dimension of matter, right? Because he turns water to wine. He feeds the multitude with the fish and the bread, right? One he walks on the water, right? right? He resurrects the body. He, he heals the sick. He lets the, uh, he heals the blind. You know, he does the whole thing. So he's that example, right? Of how matter changes based on who you believe you are in a, in such a, in such an authoritative sense that it has to bend, right? And then he's also giving the example of how to have the emotion, how to speak from that emotion. So, so what does that feel like? What do you like? mean by that? What I mean by that is, let's take this verse for example, we'll just do it again. The way he says what he says, there's no question that he believes it, Correct. Yeah, right. Right? Therefore I say unto yeah. you, yeah, no. what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe ye that ye receive them, and you sh- ye shall have them. I mean, we can we can pull up any Jesus uh, gospel, uh, words in red quote you want to, and it is authoritative. Yeah, for sure. There is no question that he believes it, right? <laughs> right. That's how you have to be to be in the kingdom. If you want to... If you want to seek this and, and help change the world with us, you have to know it with that type of authority. That's the emotion. The emotion is, I am sovereign. The emotion is, I am a son of God. The emotion is, you know. There's nothing else but that. Right. <laughs> uh, right. I am forgiven. Yeah. You know, no one can throw anything at you. Uh, I cannot be robbed or cheated by the taxi guy because I am a son of God. Yeah. Therefore, there is no wrong decision. Exactly. If I was destitute, that opportunity would have never even come because I wouldn't even be in New York City. I wouldn't even, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You just have to, you have to come from that authority. You know, I am sovereign. I will not allow this. You know, whatever it is, if it's inflation, if it's, the China spy balloon, if it's the... Yeah, I was just going to say this, you, you know, know, it all sounds very convincing and <laughs> the convictions... They say it with the authority. convictions there, yeah, but right? it's not as easy to do. No, but even faking it... <clears throat> right. ...is... Shows your heart that you want to go disbelief. that direction. Right, it's disbelief. It's disbelief in their, in their world. It's showing the 3D, the belief matrix, the Truman Show... Just by saying it, just by trying it, even dipping your toe in the water is still entering the pool. <laughs> right, right. You still have the intention. You you want to do it. That starts changing everything, and it gets easier and easier. Look, look. You know, look. My my. Uh, you know, my dad passed away from cancer. Right. One of my best friends passed away uh, from cancer uh, recently too. Uh, and on and on and on, okay? And so I say, no more. That's what I say. I say, no more for me. 
What does that mean? That means yeah, no more what? No more they're gone. No more where's the cure? No more sadness attached to those experiences. Because there is no sadness. Because they're on their own journey. I know where they are. I know how to communicate with them still in that other dimension. I know the reason that there is no cure for cancer is because the only cure for cancer is to love thy neighbor, is to love God, because that's the only way you can seek the kingdom. That's the answer. That's the cure. (laughs) That's the cure. That's the answer for all of our troubles. Here's one of the answered prayers, John 14, 12. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these, he will do because I go to my father. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the father may be glorified in the son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. That, that's so good. Anything in my name. Now, the limiting beliefs of organized religion will say anything in Jesus's name. That's what that means. But when Jesus is speaking from that, from that place, okay, we're talking about a carpenter from Nazareth, right? There's another, um, there's another, uh, part in the in the gospels where it says can anything good come from nazareth <laughs> right meaning it's a it's a place where not spectacular people come from right quote unquote they're, they're referring to jesus this guy says he's a son of god can anything great come from nazareth right and then when the bible describes jesus they describe him as not brad pitt they describe him as uh <laughs> is that a new living translation or? no no but it's <laughs> I, you might want to look that up but Right. It describes him as not being the tallest, handsomest guy in the world. Sure. Right? Um, a carpenter like his, uh, like his father before him. Okay. And he only started his uh, mission when he got the enlightenment from his baptism. So he's only been doing this a long time. Yeah. I mean, he's only been doing this a short time. So that adds to, you know, people want to throw that at his credibility. So he's not the most amazing person to believe in the moment in that time so he says when you ask anything right he's not well dressed so he yeah right so he when he says ask anything in my name right he is i mean look the the name of jesus is powerful and it always will be sure okay that's just it's the most popular kid in school (laughs) i mean that is it's the name above all names that being said this isn't to be taken as a qualification you know, the Buddhist doesn't have to say his name to, uh, therefore I tell you, whatever, whatever ye desire, believe it and it will be yours. That's a universal law right there. Yeah. Okay. Nowhere does it say in there that, you know, uh, anything you desire, ask it in my name. And then he's just adding to it mm-hmm. going, you know, I am the example. If you need that emotion. If you need an example, you know, because in order to be like, okay, if you're a kid that wants to play basketball, you have Kobe or Michael in your, Michael Jordan in your head, right? 
Of course. And that's the example that shows you it can be done, correct? And that's why the kid knows it can be done. So that's why he practices for hours. That's why he becomes the next, you know, LeBron. Kobe or yeah, that's like a LeBron story, right? Same thing goes here in that regard. Ask it in my name, meaning use me as the example. He does it again too, multiple times. He says to the disciples, you know, if you can't believe X, Y, and Z, then just believe in me and what you've seen and what, and what you've heard me say and what you've seen me do. If that's, you know, at the end of the day, if that's what it takes, then use that. But yeah. it's not the only thing you have to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, the organized religion wants to twist it and go, see right there. He says, ask in my name and it will be like, you have to ask it. And listen, there's nothing wrong with asking in his name too. Yeah. I do it all the time. I mean, I mean, there's nothing wrong, but I'm just, I'm saying it for all the listeners. There's no division here, right? Because, because right here in Mark, <laughs> because right here in Mark eleven twenty four, it says, uh, therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and ye shall have them. And then when he describes meditation and going into the dark room and visualizing your prayer by saying the affirmation, nowhere in the Lord's prayer is it saying, you know, you have to say the, the name of Jesus, right? No, it says our Father. Who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. So it doesn't say, say my name, say my name. That's how <laughs> we, so, so, so that's how we know the context of right. when Jesus does say, if you ask it in my name, now we know the context. Yeah. There's more context. How do we know? Because he uses it in Mark right here. Doesn't say you have to say his name. He also tells you when, you know, when you pray, say this, which is an affirmation of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Okay. He doesn't say, make sure you say my name. When he heals, you know, and on and on. The Gospels, he's never pointing at himself. He does a few times, but only when the audience might not be listening or might it might be too far out there for them. So then he goes, then use me as the example. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Mm-hmm. If you need an example, you can use me. If you can get the emotion without that, that's great too. The the world will still conform based on the beliefs. These teachings are law for the metaphysical fifth dimensional universe. That's the whole point of them. The whole point isn't who told them to you. It's how you receive them, how you understand them and the context. And in in my opinion and millions of others, the master's way is the most straightforward, modern, and most recent. Easy to wrap or wrap your head around, which isn't easy, but it's easier than some Somewhat of the others. Somewhat understandable. Yes, there's right many modern. Uh, uh, there's many modern scenarios that he has put in that you can uh, look at in your own life, and, and you know, instead of the Pharisees, it's the Roman Catholics talking to you, or the. You know, if I got a mainstream Christian on here, they would sound like the Pharisees, and they'd be like, "Are you calling yourself God?" Sure, it'd be the it'd be the same scene that that's that Jesus goes through. <laughs> you know, the Pharisees said the exact same thing. Are you calling yourself God? And he goes, "Doesn't the doesn't your book say that we are gods?" And sure enough, it does. I wanted to bring you that. 
it's right here. It is right here. Psalm 826. Oh, this is Old Testament. Yep. Psalms 82. Six. I have said ye are gods and all of you are children of the most high. Boom. Psalms wow. 82 and then six colon six. I have said ye italicized are gods and all of you are children of the most high. Boom. Done. <laughs> yeah. So are you calling? So if, well, Cody, are you saying that, that you, you well, you know, I'm not. God is right. He washed our feet. Okay. I mean, uh, right. Yeah. You'll he do washes the disciples feet. You'll do greater things than I. What's the problem here? You know, so, so it's this metaphysical universe we want to tap into. And that's, that's the purple pill. Yeah. Is, is tapping into that. Um, let's go down the chart. Cause I really want to get to this chart. And that's the, um, that's the 5D, 3D consciousness um, or belief, right? So mm-hmm. these are the things that you identify with on a belief level about right. um, just living your living. 3D. I'll do 3D. You do How's 3D. That? Yeah. And I'll do 5D consciousness. 5D sure. is also the kingdom of heaven. Right. Um, okay, you go ahead. 3D. Oh, so this is how we, this is, this is, here are some of the major difference, differences between 3D and 5D consciousness slash belief understanding. Okay. So 3D consciousness, ego-based identity. Ego-based identity. Just, uh, yeah, off yourself and, and your world around you, basically. Right, right. Just your five senses. Sure. What's going to keep you safe. Uh, random acts of anything can happen to me at any time. So I need to suck my thumb, pray for death. Yeah. And then the 5d consciousness is the spirit based identity. Mm -hmm. Um, and that is, uh, you know, that's the one we've been talking about. That's the one that Jesus demonstrates that is seeking the kingdom spirit based identity where I'm not going to die. Actually. Right. My consciousness continues for eternity. I am. There is no, I'm going to die. Yeah. I'm probably going to go. Right. With cancer, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, the bomb's going to fall on. Yeah. Me. The food's going to poison me to the point right. that I've smoked cigarettes for 25 years. I don't ago. even have enough food. I've only, I only quit 10 years ago and I smoked for 30. So I'm as good as gone. <laughs> meanwhile, the person ends up, meanwhile, the person doesn't even realize that I work with, what was it? 86 years old, still smokes Marlboro Reds a pack a day. Right. Hasn't had, I mean, he has no problems whatsoever. That's my uncle. Right. It's because, and he's just laughing. He's just laughing it up, and sure. really happy-go-lucky, right? Ignorance is bliss. I mean, almost, you know, happiness and love unconditionally. That's what bliss is, and that's what this guy is. This this gentleman I'm speaking about, he just he he doesn't judge the world around him. He doesn't judge himself. He's just happy to be here. That's what he keeps kept saying. All that's time. next on the chart here. Oh, conditional love, three D consciousness, conditional love. Oh, wait, wait, you missed one, though. Oh, I know, but you brought up love, Oh, okay. So that's why I was going Oh, I see. It. Okay, yeah, 3D, con- say it again. Conditional love. Conditional love. love. You know, you're my immediate family, I love you. You're the guy walking down the street, 
shouting at clouds, I don't love you. I've right? known you for 30 plus years. I have to love you. I have to love you. What's my At this point, I just have to love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, he's my boss, you know, so I have to at least he hope he doesn't. My checks. I have to hope he lives for another 10 years. Uh, and then the, the 5D consciousness or the kingdom of heaven consciousness would be unconditional love. And how would you do that? That would be another one of those hard to do ones. <laughs> can I bum a smoke? It's like no, you can't. Okay, you can bum a smoke. Can I bum a lighter too? You want a lighter too? Oh God! Can I buy the lighter? Mm. I can't believe that story. Yeah. We'll have to leave. It. <laughs> That's great. Uh, no, five D, the kingdom. It's going to be unconditional love. How do we do that? We're all brothers and sisters. I know it sounds. I know, I know it sounds would, cheesy, but it's, it's true. I mean, we're all connected because we're all, we are, we, are, we are God experiencing himself through each and every one of us. What helps me is not judging by appearance. It says oh, that. judge it says not that. by appearance. It says that in the Bible, right? Yep. So, judge not. I mean, that's, that's Jesus, too. Right. That's so, you know, at first glance, you know, you... You immediately, at least I do, I immediately want to judge and, and which leads to me not loving unconditionally. hundred percent. Okay. Look, if you're just doing a skit with your buddy in the room and it's not really get, you know what I mean? The intention is for laughter or whatever. Right. You know, that is different. Okay. Oh, for sure. That is, that falls under, you know, uh, conferring with your with your with your uh inner circle mm -hmm. it's it's the un, it's the judgment of you're just the guy just cut you off or he looks a certain way and you're using that to say that he is x y and z yeah you know negative things that's when you're not loving unconditionally right and and then you know give to all who ask right it's another one yeah that's unconditionally so I just played this scenario in my head. Like if someone were to come up to me and my eyes were closed and they just said, can you please help me? I'd say, yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. But if someone, if my eyes were open and this person comes up to me and maybe it's like a, a, a drunk homeless guy or something. You wouldn't know if your eyes were closed. Right. But because they're all because that's a really good analogy. That's a home run. Yeah, no, I was just thinking about that. Like I would immediately judge them and not love them unconditionally. So I don't know. Appearances will deceive you. Your eyes are going to deceive sure. you. If your eyes, you know, what does he say? Pluck your eye out. It's better than that. Then, you know, sending your, your spirit into hell. Right. Right. Yeah. In the, in the sense of as, as soon as you're going to allow your eyes to make you make those judgments of another person that's going to create a world where you're being judged too. And now right. we, now we believe we're separated when we're not. Yeah, that's the next one. Separation consciousness. Right. Right. I mean, exactly. All these are kind of interlinked. Yeah. They're I'm, interlinked. I'm just it. like, just like the limiting belief matrix. Yeah. Um, this, this is, a, you know, this splits that, you know, that's limiting beliefs. This is unlimited. This is unlimited beliefs, right? Yeah. If, if you, if you get into this uh, unity conscious, so what's unity consciousness It's a lot like unconditional love. Um, it's hand in hand. Basically it's, we are all parts of God. We're literally our S if God lives within us, 
then how can there be anything but God in us since God is all omnipotent, right? So anything that is not him is something else, but it's not you. So separation, that guy, you know, him and I aren't brothers. We're not friends or unity. No, we are on, on the uh, metaphysical level and we are. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just thinking that, that how they're all interlinked like that. Like, and, and a lot of it in my mind right now is uh, stemming from judgment. Yeah. You know, if I'm judging it. someone, I mean, I'm immediately separating myself from them. Like, you know, oh, that's not me or whatever it is. Right. If it's, you know, it's a defense mechanism or something like that where it's like, oh, that's not me. Like, I, I know when I had that stalker. Right. I got those initial messages. First thing I did was call him. I just dialed him right up. I just leaned into it. Yeah. I leaned into it with authority, knowing. No fear. Knowing that, that, knowing that what the Lord teaches us is true. Yeah. And testing it by leaning into it. Um, so 3D consciousness, man believes he is a victim. Yeah, man believes he is a victim. 5D. Man believes he co-creates his reality. So, you know, that man believes he is a victim. That That's the um, random acts of violence or you believe that everything that happens to you is random. It's just random. Things, are, you know, certain things aren't like you make a, you know, uh, you pull out your driveway and you see the car behind you and you decide to try a little bit more before you want to go forward, but you, you hit them in the, so, you know, that you're a victim, all right. You're a victim yeah. of your bad decision. But, um, but in reality, in the kingdom, you co-create. So it, so you didn't just back into the guy. Okay. What happened was he, you were judging him. Okay. Or you, uh, you know, give to all who ask you didn't give at some point, at some point. And so now, now it's, you have to get a new bumper. Now it's being and, taken. Yeah, <laughs> now it's been taken. It's getting and repoed. Yeah. You think Your you're, getting yeah, repoed. yeah, I don't give to charity cause I don't have enough money. Meanwhile, okay, okay, fine. Now you're going to buy a bumper for you and him. (laughs) And so that's the way, that's the way the fifth dimension kingdom works. So you don't get, no one gets away with anything. No, there's reaping, there's sowing. Yeah, right, right. There's, you have to sow, you have to, you uh, you have to give to receive. You give shit, you're going to get it. And and you can't, it's, you're never going to be able to dodge it. Okay. (laughs) And it's going to look like your transmission went out. But it's, but the cause is really because, you know, you didn't give to the last 10 people that asked and it could have been real small, but it all sure. added up, you know? Um, so you co-create your reality by either adhering to the law of love, which is what the master demonstrates, um, and teaches. Okay. So you do that. You can create a reality of love for yourself or you create a reality that seems like bad things are happening to you for no reason, but you're the reason and your choices and your judgments and you not loving and not doing what he says is the cause. Gotcha. All right. So 3d seeing is believing. Seeing is believing. We'll have to see it to believe it. Even, uh, uh, doubting Thomas in the gospels. I mean, that's the best one. Uh, we may have covered it in another episode, but, yeah. uh, you know, I have to, I have to see him and I have to put my finger oh, in his, put, yeah. he was so like, he wasn't doing that to be real sweet. 
He says no, I, he, he doesn't believe anyone. <laughs> he thinks everyone's going nuts or on acid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, well, I gotta believe. I gotta see you fools it. I gotta are tripping. See, yeah, you fools are tripping. I gotta see Jesus to believe he's alive now. Not only that, I need to put my finger in his wound, right? And then Jesus shows up right after that, walks in the door, eats fish and dinner Go with him. Go for it, bud. And then says, put your finger here. Do not doubt, but believe. And then um, the 5D consciousness, the 5D outlook, or the kingdom of heaven outlook is believing, is seeing. Dude, that's huge. Yeah. When you believe, you, you first starts with belief, then the 3D, the matter will change. Things right. will form. And there'll be a rationalization. Uh, it, that will make sense that, that the 3D will try to sell you. Oh, no, it wasn't because you believed it and you went into your dark closet and you uh, used your divine imagination to help manifest this reality through love and unconditional um, um, non-judgment. No, no, no. It's because Fauci got fired and this happened and now we're not going to do QR codes and now there's no more pandemic and now we're all... See, that's what happened. It's not, it had nothing to do with you. So the 3D is always going to try to sell you on it wasn't you. But if you test the spirit, you're going to find out. Even small things. You want a certain object. You want to, even anything you desire. Believe you have received it. Start small. Believe it. And then you will see it in your, in your reality. How about this one, 3D consciousness? The mind rules. The mind rules? Right, the mind rules. The, if it does, two plus two is four, and if it and if it doesn't, then you're out of your mind. Meanwhile, <laughs> in the five D consciousness or the kingdom of heaven, it's the heart rules. The heart rules, right? So you got to go. That's the law of love. You have to go. You know, when your heart and your mind connect, that's when the Holy Spirit. That's when you're. Your intuition, they go, listen to your intuition, listen to your gut. Right, your gut. Yeah, but right above that's your feeling. heart. Right yeah. above that's your heart. It's kind of the same. <clears throat> and so, small voice inside. Exactly. A still small voice. It's a still small voice. Well, it's not small anymore. Because that purple pill, it just makes it a loud, blaring siren. Especially when you're in the especially end Especially when you have a mic. <laughs> <laughs> especially when you have a mic. You red line. Oh. The end times. Yeah, so, especially, yeah, especially when you're in the... The end of their world, the world of limit, the right. world of uh, suffering, the world of pain, the world yeah. of death, the world of doom and gloom, which oh, does, okay. which 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 is all just, it can be done tomorrow if we just test this, try this, and keep going. Well, that's the next one here: the three D consciousness. Man fears chaos, randomness, and unfairness. And right. Five D. Five D consciousness, or the kingdom of heaven consciousness. Man believes in divine order. Everything happens for the highest good. And what does that mean? That means a lot of people, a lot of people got to hit a lot of walls before they're open to this revelation. Right. Now, some people like my friend was just a peacemaker. They get it innately. Mm -hmm. I have a couple other people on the top of my head that just get it innately. But a large majority have to hit a wall. And whether that's an ideological wall whether that's a physical wall, you know, everyone has their, their limit. It's and, a wall of change. But it all happens <laughs> for the highest good. Right. Even in war, good happens. You understand? Even me getting, uh, you know, scammed, good happens. My money went and did something good for that man, you know, and on and on and on. Yeah. 
That and man did something for another man. Exactly. Or even, uh, you know, outside looking in, I can't believe how wicked the world is. Let's just say someone's watching TV and gets too scared. Right. I can't believe how wicked. So now I'm going to go start A, B, and C charity, and now I'm going to change. Everything happens for the highest good, even when it's, um, there's no way. I mean, just, 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 just think about it. All right? Yeah. So that's the episode. Purple Pill Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, man. That was great. Um, yeah, it was fun. Uh, see you next time on the flip side.